Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. I'm Daryl Barber and I'll be your host today. Thank you so much for joining in uh, with us today. Those of you who've been listening, you know we're in the Feast of Pentecost is what we've been looking into. And uh, really just seeing the timeline about everything that took place from Passover, where they put the blood over the doorpost and came out of Egypt with the strong arm of the Lord. And the children of Israel had spoiled the Egyptians so they could... Really, the Lord does everything with purpose, and that's so so that they would have stuff to be able to build the tabernacle of Moses that was going to take place later in their journey. Uh, they came to the Red Sea, and they crossed the Red Sea as God parted the waters, and they went over on dry ground. And really, uh, we looked at that, the Red Sea, speaking of the blood of Jesus, and really they were baptized, it says, into the water, uh, baptized unto Moses, in the cloud and in the sea, and we talked about how that represents water baptism and Holy Ghost baptism in the New Covenant. Um, We got down to uh, talking about that Pentecost was 50 days from Passover and the waving sheaf of first fruits when they finally made it to Mount Sinai. And uh, it was exactly uh, 50 days uh, when they arrived there. And uh, one of the things uh, that we talked about in that was that how that, that compares in New Covenant with Jesus because after his resurrection it says he was seen of the disciples for 40 days and was speaking to them pertaining things of the kingdom of God. And then in Luke 24 and 49 they tarried in Jerusalem uh, for 10 days until they was clothed with power from on high. And that's when uh, the day of Pentecost fully came in Acts chapter 2 and verse 1 and the Holy Ghost was given it blew in like a rushing mighty wind, filled all the house where they're sitting, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, been spake with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And that, listen, let me tell you, that's still available for you today. We also looked into the Grant Covenant, Kinship Covenant, and uh, the Grant Covenant is really what the Lord wanted to bring to them. They would be a whole kingdom of priests, and they would have access to the Lord, and they would have His protection. But because of fear... We looked at in Deuteronomy 5, the back set, really, some of the things that uh, finishes that whole story in Exodus chapter 19. When they saw the fire of God on the mount and God's voice and all that, they were so fearful that they rejected the Grant Covenant and said, Moses, just be a mediator for us. Get the word of the Lord and tell us. So when that happened, that's why the Ten Commandments had to be given. It's because there had to be rules uh, for each side of the covenant to keep. But... uh. We got down today where I want to start at today is the uh, the two leaven wave loaves that they had to uh, wave during this time of this uh, feast, this celebration. Uh, and and I want to remind you too, all of the feasts of Israel that they shared in these seven feasts, every one of these feasts they had to have unleavened bread in the feast. Pentecost is the only one it stands alone to where they had leaven wave loaves. And there's a purpose for that. In Leviticus 23, 15 through 20, it says this, And you shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought up the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall you complete. Even unto the morrow after the seventh Sabbath shall you number fifty days. And you shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. You shall bring out of your habitations two wave loaves of two-tenths deal. They shall be of fine flour. They shall be baking with leaven. They are the first fruits unto the Lord. 
And you shall offer with the bread seven lambs without blemish of the first year, one young bullock and two rams. They shall be for a burnt offering unto the Lord, with their meat offering and their drink offerings, even an offering made by fire of sweet savor unto the Lord. Then shall you sacrifice one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and two lambs of the first year for a sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall wave them with the bread of the first fruits for a wave offering before the Lord with the two lambs. They shall be holy to the Lord for the priests. My God, when I read that, it makes me so thankful that I don't have to wrestle oxen and rams and all these other sacrifices uh, to be uh, <laughs> bringing offerings to God or to try to be uh, in right standing with God. We have such a better covenant here in the new covenant. Uh, it's exhausting, and that's what performance-based works-oriented mentality, even in the new covenant today that people have, uh, it wears the saints out. We need to enter into the rest of Jesus and the finished work of Jesus and know that he's already done everything is completed in him and we can just walk in great relationship with him and enjoy the kingdom of God in this earth. The wave offering. If you look up the word wave in the Hebrew, I'm going to spell it to you before I pronounce it. It's the Hebrew word T-E-N-O-O or yeah, O-O-F-A-W. T-E-N-O-O-F-A-W. I guess that's tenofal. But it means to wave. It has the thought of to quiver. That is to vibrate up and down. To rock. To and fro. A brandishing. Especially the official undulation of sacrificial offerings. It's translated offering, shaking, or wave offering. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know about you and your uh, upbringing or, you know, your walk with God, uh, what you came up in church with. Uh, my family were Pentecostal uh, in that, so I've seen a lot of stuff. I'll just put it like that. But really, to me, this picture is someone being filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Remember in Acts chapter 2, when this spilled into the streets, they thought, uh, those that were being filled with the Holy Ghost, they thought they were drunk. You know, they probably had their hands raised, uh, raised and being weighed before the Lord, but they were shaking and quaking all over. And, you know, I think about these priests because whenever the priests had to offer these, they didn't even know what... They were following a ritualistic uh, thing that the Lord told them to do, but they would take the wave blows and hold them up before the Lord, and they would literally quake and quiver and, and shake you know, and they would be rocking to and fro. And I, I'm just telling you my experience, but I, I've seen people being filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, years ago and stuff. And in, in some of the churches that I was in and stuff, you know, they'd get them rocking them back and forth. And they'd say, hold on. And the others say, let go. Hold on. Let go. It's, it's, it's hilarious when you think about what was going on. But some of the same dynamics, if you would, some of the same characteristics from this wave offering to me, in my upbringing, uh, or upbringing, it really speaks a lot about uh, people being filled with the Holy Ghost. Man, they thought these guys, when they came out of the upper room after they were filled, they were speaking in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And it says in Acts that they heard them speaking in their own language. And it even said what they were saying when they were speaking in tongues. They were speaking of the wonderful works of God. And I'm going to tell you, the Holy Spirit, if you've not experienced this baptism in the Holy Ghost, 
you're missing something because the Holy Spirit will absolutely rock your world. And and I, let me give you just a few reasons why you'll be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because it'll give you power. It'll give you power to be a witness. It'll give you access to all the gifts that are available by the Spirit of God. All these things is there for you. It's there for me. And it's for our taking today. Uh, now listen, I told you, Passover uh, had no leaven in it. All those other feasts. But Pentecost did. The reason Passover didn't have leaven in it, in its bread, is because it pictured the Lamb of God who is sinless and perfect. Pentecost included leaven because it speaks of both Christ and His church. And how many of you know the church still struggles with sin and missing the mark? So that's why both, uh, it was incorporated in that because it wasn't just Christ it was speaking about, but it was speaking of the church. They kept marching around Mount Sinai even after they had this experience with God, they were camping around this one experience. And and I'm telling you today, a lot of people in the church today, they're still marching around Mount Sinai. They're still marching around their Pentecostal experience. And, and let, hear my heart, I'm glad we all have had the experience of being filled with the Holy Ghost and the good things of God that it brings with that. But I want you to know there's a greater experience than being filled with the Holy Ghost and the Feast of Pentecost. And that's going on into perfection. And that word perfection don't mean you never do anything wrong. But what it means is maturity. And we come into the maturity of God as we grow. We've been filled with the Spirit. been empowered to have the gifts flow out of our life. But we're dangerous people when we have those things and don't have maturity in our life. So we can move on and uh, we'll move into the seventh month the next podcast I do and start speaking about the Feast of Tabernacles and this work that God wants to do in us. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have a great day. God bless you.